Hello everyone, how are you? It's me, your host, Charles Francoise of So It's New. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just had a burst of inspiration just then for the past like 20 minutes as I was doing my washing and I thought I just want to get out my notebook, I want to start writing and I want to record a podcast episode for today. So I'll just tell you about my day, which is what I do in every episode, in case you are new to this episode because it is something a little bit different than what I usually record. So today I've had the most productive day I've had in a while, especially of 2022. 2023. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. To be fair, it's only January when I'm recording this. So I genuinely think I'm still kind of in the 2022 mindset, which I think a lot of people are. Anyways, today I woke up, went to Pilates. I did two loads of washing, hung out my washing. So it's just drying in the sun, cleaned out my wardrobe, donated a bunch of clothes to the op shop, which I hadn't done in about three years. I haven't properly gone through my wardrobe in three years because I think I'm a little bit of a hoarder in that sense. In that regard, I you know, did all my laundry, did all my washing in terms of like washing all the dishes and everything, which was a lot of dishes because my sister has 10 friends over from Sydney at the moment, which has been really nice. And they're all super fun, which is obviously good. Wash my car, all of that. When I'm actually saying it right now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot before 12 p.m. And now I've just been recording a podcast episode and I was like, what the heck? You know, I, I want to record one. That's what's new. Yesterday, I had work. I went out with my friends to a brewery, which was nice. I've just been down south. That's been really good. I am just enjoying the holidays. It's good time. It's good fun. I FaceTimed one of my friends this morning. It's just such good vibes, right? Honestly, about it, not too much has been happening. And it's been not, I don't want to say I'm being boring. There's nothing wrong with being boring, right? That's a bit, probably a bit of being controversial. But I wanted to get right into today's episode. So in today's episode, I am predicting trends for 2023. So this is how to style pieces you already own, pieces you should invest in and buy, and how to wear the latest trends. It's something that I have been thinking about because going into new year, it's very interesting to see the shift in fashion from year to year. So yes, I just wanted to note that some of my references are from Cosmopolitan, from Vogue, from the Business of Fashion LinkedIn, and from my friend who studies at fashion school, which I'm really inspired by, you know? I think it's really cool. It kind of pushes me to one day be like, maybe I'll pursue a master's of sustainability and fashion marketing. Like, that would be pretty good. That would be amazing. Or like work at Ghani as a PR assistant. I'm like, hey, let's just manifest this in today's episode as well. So the first trend, I'm just gonna go straight into it, is maximalism. So if you're not aware of what maximalism is, it's having lots and lots of colors as people, you know, they want to express themselves through their fashion style. I feel like especially post-COVID styles are becoming more out there. It's kind of going into that like Berlin chic and festival look, especially since it's the festive season at the moment. And really just like trying to express yourself through your fashion. I think it's also kind of progressively like taking over the interior design space and my opinion, all the maximalism trends. There's quite a few TikTok creators and who are like in the niche area of interior design that are decorating their space with maximalism. There's this one couple from TikTok whose apartment is crazy. Like they just, it's such, it's completely the maximalism trend and you know, good for them. It looks looks good. Um, not personally my own style, but that's right. Um, I think as well, like from what I've been reading and just what I think personally, there's so much for people feeling a bit repressed in the pandemic. You know, you couldn't see anyone, couldn't see your friends, people getting sick. There's quite a lot of anxiety riling up. The people now, they just want to really show themselves to the world and you might be like maybe it's not that deep it's just fashion but it is that deep 
So I think how you can kind of embody this style and this trend is wearing more exaggerated pieces, you know, lots of colors and patterns, patterns that don't necessarily go together. It's kind of more that futuristic Mad Max, not Mad Max, that's a Mexican restaurant, Mad Max, that's what I meant to say, Mad Max, that TV, I mean Mad Max, the show, the movies. Um, It's like layering lots of this, especially like, you know, the kind of TikTok New York layering look that, that's quite like a big joke that's been circulating around about that. So that's kind of my take on the maximalist trend. Personally, it's not for me. You won't be catching me seeing that, dressed in that, but that's right. Otherwise, mini skirts. So Miu Miu, I think that's how you say it properly, was one of the most searched brands of 2020. So I think this is mostly because of influencers and people like Olivia Neal really promoting the brand and them getting so much more exposure through TikTok and social media and kind of all of that. You know, there's also that saying about Paris Hilton being like, you know, your mini skirt should be as small as a belt in her TV series in the 2000s, which has kind of come back. It's always been iconic. I feel like Paris Hilton is just one of those celebrities that will always continue to be relevant. So I think there is a big correlation between trends and fashion and, you know, influencers promoting it. There's a seriously direct correlation i think that mew mew is kind of really cool like i just like saying it as well like just mew mew it's like kind of just a cool way of saying it do you know what i mean also i really like their bags i think all their accessories are very fun they're really bright colors and kind of lots of metallic looks which we've also seen all over pinterest and everything which i'm obsessed with i think it looks pretty cool doesn't mean i'm necessarily gonna wear it no I think how to wear the mini skirt trend. It depends how mini mini skirt you want to wear your mini skirt. There's so many from you know from H&M all the way to Miu Miu. There's so many options. It kind of goes in hand with the cargo mini skirt trend, which is the next trend I'm talking about. Um, so the cargo mini skirt, it's having its moment. Cargo's had it. It's had a hot moment for a while now. That's for sure. I think the cargo skirt's quite cute because you can really just throw them on and wear them with everything. It's probably one of the easiest trends to recreate and it's kind of, in my opinion, probably a bit more sustainable because you're more likely to keep it forever. I think there's also in like 2016, we saw like that cargo trend with like the bright pants, whereas this is more of like a mini skirt kind of look, which is interesting. Next trend. So this was taken from Cosmopolitan where they've labeled the look out of office so this is about bright prints and things that you'd wear on vacation as we are allowed to travel way more post-covid um so it's kind of about island hopping vibes and embracing fun and spontaneous prints you can see this from a lot of the house of sunny cardigans and pants which have like dolphins on it and like blue oceans and all of that. I think it's quite fun. I think it's nice to have a little wardrobe of things that you want to wear on your ideal life and your ideal world, which typically is when you're on holiday. You kind of, you're not you, like you're your alter ego. When I go on holiday, I'm Charelle. It's no longer Charlotte. And Charelle is, I say my alter ego, but she doesn't really necessarily come out very often. There was She's come out like probably once in the last month. That's not to say that Alter Ego only comes out when I make bad decisions, but it's just a different vibe. It's like more confident. It's more hard girl summer type of vibe, if that makes any sense. The next trend is Y2K nostalgia. 
nostalgia. <laughs> Why do I say it like that? So I think the Y2K trend, and I honestly don't even think it's a trend at this point. I feel like it's found its concrete way into everyone's wardrobes in some way or another. I think especially because we're in 2023 now. Ah, scary. We're going further away further and further away from the 2000s which is why it's so nostalgic and people are like I want to go back I think as someone who's part of Gen Z or just someone who loves being in my phone I love social media genuinely I go on it every day I think I love just digesting all of the early 2000s content it's just so funny and it's just like it's just banter it's good it's kind of where memes originated I like I love seeing the Paris Hilton memes Nicole Richie memes I think they're always going to be relevant so yeah also, Y2K has so many different looks. There's the butterfly tops Dua Lipa was wearing and everyone was wearing on TikTok for a while. There's the denim look. For example, like Givenchy, just Givenchy. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said Givenchy. Givenchy, um, for the summer-spring 2023 line, showed a layered denim look, which was very similar to the infamous Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake denim look in the early 2000s. I think it was at the VMAs. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. And it is so freaking iconic. Even if you have no idea who you are like it's such a look there's the little denim fedora there's the denim skirt the denim top the full outfit it was the definition of a soft launch right it was probably the first soft launch that has become so relevant and so just popular like i i love it you will definitely see it on my pinterest board let's be real I think that denim and everything will continue to be to be a trend, but I think it will probably be a little bit more elevated. I think Y2K, I love graphic t-shirts. That's kind of how I wear that trend. Also, when I talk about trends, I think there's nothing wrong with embracing trends, but as Coco Chanel said in the past, and I'm sure many people have, it's good to have your own sense of style and wear things that you like in your style. Because if you're constantly following trends and you don't really know what you like to wear yourself, you're a bit lost. You know, you probably have a bit of a lost sense of identity because you don't really know what to wear. And it's all well and good to wear trends, but I just think as well, it's nice to have pieces in your wardrobe that you like just because you like them, not because everyone's wearing them. But that's just my opinion. I'm very much have your own style, but then every so often, yeah, you're more than welcome or to kind of adapt some pieces from your wardrobe to trends. For example, haven't talked about this trend yet, but the glittery skirt trend, I found one in an op shop from Verge Girl, bought it. It, wore it out that's part of the trends but I've also done that in a sustainable way because I bought it from an op shop that's kind of embracing a few little pieces for my wardrobe or I bought more blazers because I love that look which is the second trend that we're talking about right now so the Matilda de Jerf effect and the blazer look let's dive into this this is so fun it's like a different episode I'm really enjoying this I'm really enjoying recording this I hope that you are as well so blazers right they are always a cult classic let's be real so blazers are all about merging kind of gen z and millennial fashion style i feel like every generation goes through a period where they are into blazers and i feel like the last few years mixing professional and playful has kind of become a thing especially with the rise of matilda to jerf I'm saying matilda jerf as if i know her she doesn't know who i am but like you know just like every other girl I feel like I still curb. I freaking love to Jeff Avenue. I've got one blazer from there. Well, it's like a jacket blazer and I love it. I wear it pretty once a week. It goes with everything. It's like professional. I wear it to work sometimes, but I also love wearing it like on a night out with my friends. 
So I think nowadays, though, trends will always fit and evolve with the next generation or the bigger, biggest age group. So in this case, I think the blazers are kind of becoming wider. It's a looser fit and styling it kind of with the minimalist 90s approach and aesthetic. This has also become more popular with Hailey Bieber. Her style is fantastic. I love it. I think the 90s, this is a different part of the 90s, but just having that simple outfit, you know, lots of denim, lots of simple t-shirts, leather jackets, all of that. Winona Ryder wears them. They are just really easy to wear. I was looking at Jeff Avenue the other day because like, I just, I want to buy more clothes. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, okay, let's be unbiased in this episode and just give like a big overview of every brand. But it's kind of hard to do that when there's certain ones I like more than others. And I was reading this article about how Jeff Avenue is worth an estimated two million dollars which is pretty crazy for a brand that only began two three years ago that is just very crazy and it kind of just shows the power behind this trend you know like how the heck like Matilda should be so freaking proud of herself that she's made a huge empire out of this like that is just crazy to me that's a lot of money it's a lot of money it's a lot of money that we should manifest for ourselves Jeff Avenue also have the resell version of it and they are known for their sustainability practices as allegedly, allegedly, I think they should have more documentation on their website, but honestly, who am I to say what they should and shouldn't do about their sustainability practices? Because a lot of the time, I feel like a lot of brands aren't really held accountable and it's kind of like, oh, okay, they say they reuse cotton and reuse fabrics and oh yeah, that's all well and good. And, but it's like, do we have any proof of that? I also think though, it is more sustainable if you buy pieces you're going to keep forever but I think there's like a big disconnect kind of with everyone being like, oh, this piece is more expensive. I'm going to wear it all the time. It's a basic piece. I'm going to wear it all the time. I'm going to buy it as opposed to if you buy something from H&M or from a fast fashion brand, if you're going to wear it all the time and you're not just going to get rid of it after wearing it once, then that's equally just as good, right? That's fine. You know, do you know what I mean? Okay, my computer just had a complete meltdown. That's great. Oh, I was trying to search up to Jeff Avenue's resale website so I could kind of show you guys. Anyways, um, that clearly wasn't meant to be, which is fine, but anyways. So yes, I think it's pretty interesting to see kind of this rise in to Jeff Avenue. Also, I was having a look and in 2023, the spring summer collection from Victoria Beckham, Valentino and Chanel, they all had oversized but tailored blazers in their collections, which is interesting because it kind of just shows the difference. Whereas typically in a work setting, I don't know because I don't work full time or in an office. I have kind of kind of a little bit before but not really people have more of a fitted blazer look because it's allegedly more professional also i think people are doing an also more professional but playful look as i mentioned earlier but more so as in going out as opposed to wearing it to work so that's kind of more like the neon blazer look having really loud graphics on your thing yeah next one late i i don't really like this trend i'm not gonna lie to you i think it's a bit overdone it's just a bit like oh it's gonna come and go and i'm gonna be like ha i'm so glad i didn't spend lots of money on this trend because yeah it's definitely made a comeback recently all the lace it's mostly see-through lace from my understanding and wearing undergarments or underwear or other things underneath but it's mostly more sexy more fun love it I love how the theme of this year is kind of just being more fun with your wardrobe. Like, just change it up, girly pop. Like, do it. Change it. I started saying girly pop unironically all the time, and it's kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, ah, uh, it's not a joke anymore. It's become part of my vocab, which is kind of sad. Also, I think it's, if it makes, if you want to visualize the lace trend, what's kind of similar is 
kind of the crochet look. So if you think of like a little typical beach day look on Revolve or from Coachella, <laughs> I just said Coachella instead of Coachella. From Coachella, it's the crochet knitted thing. It's really cute, really cool. I think it's a bit icky if the entire outfit's made out of lace. I would borderline be thinking, what if this all rips apart? But that's just me. And that shouldn't stop you from wearing it if you want to wear it. Next up, the biker vibes. So that's either the leather jacket or mini skirt vibe lots of silver zippers, just everything leather. There's also more pleather and it's about kind of more edgy. Love it. I love a leather jacket. I am looking for a really nice leather jacket. I haven't found one yet, but I'm still having a look. So that's fantastic. Next up, sheer clothing. So that's similar to the lace look. I, I think it's okay. I think it depends how you wear it, how you style it, but Jack Moose. Jack Moose. I think I pronounced that properly. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for making fashion. Mirror Play and all of those types of brands have really embraced the sheer clothing trend in the past year or two. So you've kind of seen that from the various collections. The Mirror Play, there's this distinct dress that Cindy Crawford, not Cindy Crawford, Cindy Kimberly, who's a huge Instagram influencer. She's freaking stunning. Like I guarantee you've already seen one of her Instagram photos just posted online of her doing her thing, you know, traveling, hanging out with Lisa Violet, whatever. She was in a fashion show for Mira Palais wearing this gorgeous white dress with like these like cute little undies on. She looked amazing. Everyone's like, I want to get married in a see-through dress. I think it looked amazing. Would I wear it personally? No. I don't know if that's kind of more so, I don't want to say like an insecurity thing because that's not where I'm going with this, but I think you don't need to have something completely sheer. I think a good sheer moment's good. Like I love my Realization Par dress, which is like a zebra print dress, but it's like sheer. So the little piece of fabric is the zebra print, if that makes any sense. Maybe type it up if you're kind of confused, but I wore that to a ball and I loved it. I think it's nice to show some skin. It's fun and it's fresh and it's unique. But do I think you should wear sheer clothing all day, every day? No, that's not as fun. It's not as mysterious, kind of takes away the appeal in my opinion. Now for accessories. Accessories are the new bags. What I read from Vogue and from Business of Fashion is that bag sales have skyrocketed since the pandemic, which is very interesting to see. Although, you know, because of various different things, such as, you know, potential recession, it's not potential, it's definitely happening. Lots of geopolitics and lots of pressure from different governments and things, people and living crises. So because there's many, and energy crises, people are not willing to spend as much in the next few years because of the recession. And that is completely valid, completely fine. And it makes sense, right? In a recession, you want to spend money on the essential goods, not fashion necessarily, because people typically have less money to spend because people are making less money because the world is, ah, uh, you know, kind of freaking out in a recession. If you don't know what a recession is, search it up. I think that they would give a better definition than I just did. I hope that you guys are enjoying this episode. Something slightly more different. Kind of, I think it's interesting to look at fashion trends as well with kind of what's happening in the world and kind of different societal pressures and how that influences how we dress because it is really important to consider and kind of have a look at. So yes, because of that, bag sales are predicted to decline in the few years. However, luxury footwear is booming. So this is what the business of fashion wrote on their LinkedIn, which who I followed them on. LinkedIn for reading articles is actually amazing. I'm obsessed. I read the business of fashion articles all the time. It's just super insightful and just nice. So this is what I said. Luxury footwear is booming as consumers opt to spend more than ever on shoes. 
with soaring prices. The market for designer shoes is set to grow to 40 billion, that's right, 4-0 billion with a big B by 2027, up from 31 billion in 2022. That's not a lot of years. So this is according to Euromonitor International. So as consumer demands grows, competition is heating up for brands from Manolo, I don't know how to say the last name, sorry, and Christian Louboutin to Chanel and Prada who stake much of their business on this core segment. So the market is much changed. Shoppers crave comfort, but also new newness. Sorry about that. And uniqueness. They also have more choices than ever. The cowboy boots, Mary Jane, stilettos, and mules have been trending recently, which is very true. So this is what Diane Lee, Business of Fashion's Director of Research Analysis, said. So she said, there was this vibe shift occurring post-pandemic. Shoes that consumers went today look and feel very different from what they've had before. So in my opinion, this is very true, right? They've mentioned a few of the boots and shoes that have continued to stay relevant. So for example, the cowboy boots, we can see this from the Garni boots, from boots that people wear at festivals to Coachella to on holiday to every day. I love a good cowboy boots. Do I have any cowboy boots? No, because I have been pushing myself to not buy some because I've just been thinking, Has this, is this trend going to last? I, I love it, but I just don't know. Also, people are spending more than ever on luxury sneaker wear. I think you can see that from more collaborations between luxury brands and well-known brands. For example, the Adidas and Gucci collaboration seems like a relatively good fit because they both have lots of bright colors, very exaggerated prints, all of that. I'm not going to lie, I really wanted the Adidas and Gucci Gazelle sneakers. I thought they looked cool, they're like pink with green stripes, I've seen it on Pinterest, all these like cool girls, I'm like, okay, well, that looks sick elevates any outfit like just think of me wearing a simple nice white linen dress boom boom with pink shoes or boom red sneakers that would look hot that would look sexy it would look fun and it would just be the 2023 um the stilettos kind of people are having smaller heels nowadays the kitten heels are still really popular i think they are just going to continue to grow not as much as other shoes but i think they're still going to become pretty popular so that's pretty good mules have been trending same thing with loafers mules are very comfy you can wear them to work you can wear them casually you can wear them whenever it's fantastic also it's interesting to see talking back about adidas how many collaborations they've had with different designers so they had a design collaboration with spotty and rich which is quite exclusive from my point of view because they only sold a certain amount it's kind of hard to find the collection now because it's ended which is interesting because you'd think that they are kind of trying to sell more you know but I guess they're not right before I finish this episode I wanted to talk about Ghani really quickly talking about trends of 2023 I don't know if it's because Ghani's kind of joining more into mainstream media or because I've see i've just seen an explosion of it in everyday i don't know just in everyday streetwear i live in perth so the fashion here isn't as great as major cities or kind of anywhere else but that's all right it's quite casual here but i've been seeing way more Ghani graphic t-shirts which i love i love it i have been seeing the cowboy boots which are amazing the price is amazing but they are luxury brands so like fair enough there is this sweater vest that i am obsessed with i have been thinking about it every day no joke for the past two months i've been looking at the website just about every day for the past two months but 
it is kind of ridiculously priced for a sweater. It's, do you want me to tell you how much it is? You're going to be like, Charlotte, what the heck are you thinking, girl? And fair enough. The original price is $340. they are selling it for $241, which is good. So I was like, okay, I should buy it. And then I'm like, okay, that's so much money. That's literally so much money for what it is. I'm waiting for it to go back in store. But one of my friends is living in Copenhagen at the moment. So I'm like, okay, maybe I asked her to buy it for me. I sent her the money and she ships it to me. So I don't have to pay 50 bucks shipping. Anyways, this is a very long story about me and the love of my life, which is currently the Ghani sweater vest that I can't have because you always want what you can't have, right? I think that tense <laughs> what am I even talking about it sounds so weird but then my life is my Ghani sweater that I don't have yet because in life you always want what you can't have and right now for me it's a Ghani sweater vest I think also I'm obsessed with Ghani because it's kind of going into investing in luxury fashion which I think everyone kind of falls into that at some point where you're like oh my god I want some cool fashion stuff or whatever lots of people are quite interested in Ghani ever since they did the collaboration with Amy Chamberlain why did I say that so weird with Emma Chamberlain and with the show in Copenhagen Fashion Week, which looked amazing, by the way. I Why am I saying it looked amazing, by the way, as if like they're going to hear this episode or ever listen to it? It looked amazing, lots of bright colours. I Also, from like a standpoint of where I would like my career to go, I really want to do fashion marketing. And I sourced on LinkedIn for a PR and marketing intern at Ghani, which I was like, hey, you know... This reason LinkedIn is showing me this because I want it. I want to go there. I would love that would literally be my dream job. It's a shame that there's not really those types of opportunities here in Perth. But I was just thinking, oh my God, that would be so amazing, right? And it's a shame that that's you have to live in Copenhagen. I was like, okay, it was like, okay, maybe for three months you could do it. And I was thinking, you know what? At the end of the day, I want to live my life to the fullest. If something genuinely came up, I would love to do it, but I haven't finished my degree yet. So there's no way I can go to Copenhagen now for three months. But I was like, what if like next year or the year after that, I could do something like that? Because even though I'm talking about fashion, I think this conversation is kind of going more into like self-love and doing things for yourself. But I think it's super important to do things that you're passionate about. And I am passionate about fashion. And I'm passionate about marketing and content creation and everything. And yes, I'm staring at my Ghani sweater vest that's got to be mine and I'm loving it. I'm also like, respectfully, if it's $240 and I spend $50 in shipping, that's $300, which blows my mind. I think that's all the money I'm making from work this week because I'm not working that much this week. and I only work two days, like less than two full days. Um, But I want it. I want it really badly. So maybe we'll see. We shall see. Um, so that's all that I have written for all the trends for you guys today. I hope that you really enjoyed today's episode. It's something a bit different. I loved it. I think it's fun. I would love to hear about what trends you guys think are going to become popular, what trends you are embracing this year, which ones you love, which ones you hate, just everything. Remember to send me a message on Instagram, TikTok, or email. My email for the podcast is either charfrancoise 635 at gmail. So C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S-E 635 at gmail.com. Or you can look at my Instagram, which is at charfrancoise. Or my other Instagram for the podcast is so what's new pod. I also have a TikTok for both accounts. So you can also find me there. Um, or on Pinterest as well. My Pinterest is Charlie 
Charlotte Francoise, I think, as well. It's all kind of the same. Same with Spotify. Same with anywhere you can find this podcast if you wanted to keep up to date with what I'm posting and keep up to date with every week to kind of see each of these episodes. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I love you lots and I hope that you have a fantastic day. Bye.